They say that money can't buy happiness, but that's untrue. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and get your slice of the good life. This week on the BAMFcast, here's a little movie that no one wrote, and here's where I usually say a quote, don't worry, it's crappy. One star, boom, 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 boom. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Episode 498. Damn, we're getting close wow. to a big number. Penultimate. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year, Bamfcast, is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie, or sometimes just bad movies. And then we come in here and talk about them yeah. for the first half. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. It's a really good movie. I'm a robot jocks enthusiast. Hey, but slow your roll. Probably not going to worry about that because bad, bad movies, they get a negative sliding scale, one of five bags and giant bags of trash in which Mm -hmm. they belong. Gross. Yeah. Big, like 50 gallon contractor trash bag. Mm -hmm. Get one ready. Juicy stuff. You're not sure what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sloshing around. So we are wrapping up the annual, annual Black Exploitation History Month. I saw one of these days we're going to look it up. Like it's the eighth, 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 okay, eighth. We'll go with eighth. Just look up whenever we watch Slaughter, and then you'll know. Okay, eight, eight years ago. All right. Yep. So yeah, um, we are doing that with uh, 1975's uh, Force Four or Force Black Four. Force. Black it has Force. two different names. Force Four. I like both of those names. Yeah, they are both better names than this movie deserves. Oh. Mm. Um, do you want a plot summary that you yeah. should make me read? Yes. 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 Okay. There's a reason yes. we make you do it. Right. It's because we like it. When a priceless African statue is stolen and its courier is murdered, the Force Four are called in to deal out some old school, some, I wanted I just wanted to say old school, old fashioned retributive justice. Action. Nailed it. I don't know. I still can't read. Yeah. I, you've All made these words that. are better you than, you've got my, to buy all right without. My that. words are better than their words. Sure. I oh, like right. retribution and justice better than retributive action. Yeah. Yeah. We watched this sucker on Amazon.com. We did. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is streaming on website. Prime. But yeah. let us warn you, listen to us first. Because <laughs> first off, there's nothing to spoil for this movie has no plot. Mine is what I just, <laughs> just read. And anything beyond that, you might want to hear our thoughts on it before you dive into this one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is a uh, restoration by Cinema Epoch, meaning I think they found a scratchy ass old copy of it, slapped it in the telesin, and they stitched together the reels <laughs> mm-hmm. and and threw it on a streaming service. Yeah, because it is it is a rough rough thing. Rough. There are film grains everywhere. There's film smudges that are persistent for about five minutes yeah. in the movie. It's yeah, just there's it, like blood waterfalls in yeah. the middle of that movie. It's it, it's rough. Um. So yeah, it's um, a bad. Print. This is one of the roughest prints we've watched. Yep, in in quite some time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it didn't really matter. It doesn't matter because a good print wouldn't help this. No, because it might make it worse. Actually, we see the courier just minding his business, walking down the street, and all of a sudden he just kind of sees a tough and is like, "I guess I should start running." And then the toughs are run after him, and then we see them sort of briefly scuffle. But somehow, I guess they murdered the guy because his head is bloody. I guess they pounded his head against the sidewalk or something is implied. But 
His head is bloody. He's dead. They take his case, and oh no. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. And then the Force Four get a phone call. Yeah. Well, Force the for, the one Force Force One Force one, one. one Force we're in. Yeah. One Force gets a phone call, and he's like, "All right, stand by." And then he opens his automatic door, which takes him into a dojo. Mm-hmm. And that's the other three forces. Well, he gets a, he gets an envelope first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 He gets an envelope. Pictures delivered. Of the thing. Yeah. This is your mission. No, this is an envelope. Yeah. Pictures okay. of a thing, and you're like, the fuck is that? Uh, yeah, apparently it's a but, it's a fetish statue, and uh-huh. somebody on the other line, whoever it is, who sounds a lot like Ice-T, by the way, the guy on the other side of the line, yes. um, is like... That man on the phone was a black belt. It was. The credits want you to know. Pretty much everyone in this movie was, almost, <laughs> yeah. except for like some party goers and various well, other people. Yeah. Lots of people that didn't need to be black belts. There were or, many belted individuals. Yes, <laughs> plenty of belts. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, it's just, hey, you know, retrieve this. And are you sure you can pay my fee? Well, here's half. And there's a key attached to the note. We'll tell you what to do with that later. Don't worry about that. It will never come up again. Nope. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm whispering. And I was told that that doesn't translate. Yeah, that's not. Don't good. worry about that. It will not come up again. Nope. Um, <laughs> but yes, not. he does. He, he opens his automatic door and the other the other three of the force four are there. Uh-huh. And their powers combine to give us a karate exhibition one by one. Yes. Uh, and this is when they the do... soundtrack is introduced. Yeah, it was because I think before. Yeah, it was before their exhibition that we got our credits. Yeah, sequence, we got the credits when he walked through the door. It's it's no. There are a couple things worth noting in in the credits, and that is they have no concept of how long to hold on each name. Like oh. each name is on the screen way too long. Okay, this movie is seventy nine minutes, which mm-hmm. for us is good. Mm-hmm. However, they do everything. This is like Fred Olin Ray, Jim Wynorski style stretch. Everything as long this as is possible. Egregious. It's worse yeah. than like, like, yeah. This is Manos Hands of Fate. Let's watch them yeah. drive for half the movie because mm-hmm. like egregious. these credits will just have like two giant names, mm-hmm. and they will stay on the screen for 25, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's like I didn't need that much time to read those two names. Yep. But yeah, but to yeah. give you an idea, there's a supercut of all the fight scenes at the end of the movie, uh-huh. which is pretty much all of the stuff that's not. Filler. Filler. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, it, but it's so, like one of those Pornhub compilations where it's just like, all right, here's this. Here's what you want. <laughs> Skip all that story stuff. Well, and that, yeah. <laughs> that's what the end of this movie is. It's like, here's all the scenes that you probably would have fast forward to get to anyway. Mm-hmm. But super slow credits mixed with a, I don't know, warning at the end of this is this is all actual martial well, it's a, arts. It's a disclaimer. <laughs> it's a disclaimer, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, it's a it's no fake martial arts. No going fake on. martial arts. No uh, there, no trick photography. No bullshit. Yeah, there's no trick photography or anything like that. However, slow motion cameras will be uh, utilized to fully capture some of the action. Yes. So that's 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 your final disclaimer card at the end of the credits. Yes. Cut to. The four, the Force Four doing their Kung Fu exp- exhibition, karate exposition. I don't know what kind of martial arts they're into, but they do their martial arts exposition, ex- expo. expo. They do my favorite type of martial arts, which is making noises yeah. martial arts. They they kind of get progressively louder because like yeah. we start with, uh, I'm going to call him Slim because he's real tall and does not look <laughs> like he should be doing karate. Uh, I believe his name was Eric. Sure, I, their name, their names, Eric. Their real life names are way better than their names yeah, in the movie. Malachi Lee yeah. is plays Eric. Eric. Yeah. Uh, so, Owen Watson. Watson uh-huh. was Jason, the guy who took the phone call. Yeah, and then of course, Warhawk Tanzania. Warhawk Tanzania right. plays Adam. 
I tried to Google. Oh, delightful I, I, I can't find that guy's actual name because, you know, you're looking at it. Um, I'm going to tell you what his actual name is. Warhawk Tanzania. Fucking Warhawk Tanzania. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've just it would be awesome if a baby was born and they were like, I will name this child Warhawk Tanzania. I don't think that happened. I hate to tell you, I'm never having children. Okay. Otherwise, <laughs> Warhawk Tanzania. Sure. Mackie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can go with that. My wife has no say in this. Okay. Well. She can give that baby whatever name she wants. She'd be like, all right, your name's Sabrina, whatever. I'm like, no, <laughs> well, her name is Warhawk Tanzania. Well, allow me to present Sabrina Tanzania to you. That uh, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It does, but it does not involve Warhawk. So it's wrong. <laughs> Sabrina. Sabrina. Yes. There it is. There, there's one more force of the four Trend that you Sabrina didn't, didn't mention. That's, uh, that's uh, Judy Soriana or Soriano oh. plays Billy. Billy. She's, Fucking she's, boring she's, name. Get out of here. Yeah. I have to say. That's no Adam. There's Jason, Adam, Eric, and Billy from these people who otherwise all have, have awesome names. All pretty have. Yeah, they should have just names. played themselves. Like, they should have. Like the actors' names should be the characters' names and sure. vice versa. Right. But. It starts with Slim, who is uh, is Eric, and he's tall and slow. So it's like, wait, 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 wait. Was he the first one or was the lady the first one I'm, in the expo? It doesn't really matter. But because I think he's the guy that does the sigh thing, because I think maybe the lady goes first. Eric does the sigh. Yeah. yeah but they say, hey, show us them sweet sighs. Yeah. And it's so slow and boring. If you've ever seen like people do cool shit with size, um, this is not it. Well, okay. So the thing that the way they're filming all four of these demonstrations is that a lot of times the person will turn their back to the camera and do cool shit, mm -hmm. and it's like, why? Why did you do that? Like, we or can't the, see the cool shit you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then when they turn back around, the cameraman will quickly zoom in on their face mm -hmm. while they continue to do cool shit, and you're like, I don't want to see his face. I want to see the cool shit. Yes. Well, this guy, especially yeah. if he does cool shit, we don't get to see it. But yeah. this is where we started the like, oh, wow, real martial arts with no trick photography, huh? Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. And I think by the third person, I was like, maybe they should have used some trick photography because I believe Warhawk is next. And he's where we really get into are like a kind of noises as he's doing yeah, his stuff. Yeah. yeah but man, uh, our main guy by the end, oh. he is doing like Gremlin's voice. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, he while he's... Like he does like a, a just a normal like little showcase of, of, mm -hmm. of martial arts. And then they're like they give him like a Washizaki or whatever the little mini sword is, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it's like he's trying to do this thing where it's like, you know, slice super close to the candles and put the flames out. Yeah. And he's got a, f you know, fancy candelabra that's got seven candles. And he actually does like the six lower ones pretty well like yeah. doesn't actually chop the wick off that you can tell. It looks like it's just the force of the of the sword going mm -hmm. through the air for force for yeah but then he like pauses on the on the the centerpiece candle for a long time long time thinks about it like he's got it kind of like in you know samurai style backwards mode uh -huh. and then just fucking whiffs and slices the candle off at the tip <laughs> like and then acts like it's like muzzle it. off yeah. yeah i mean <laughs> yes yeah he kind Congrats, of it's a like he kind of <laughs> he kind of muffed that one up yeah but that's pretty cool it, it was he did better than i would sure but you're also not a. He also took longer than I Something degree black belt because everyone is also like not just a black belt. They're like eighth level black belt, whatever. You know, all well, all the yeah, the highest we go is eighth yeah. level, which but that is was one a of guy, the henchmen. Yeah, that was some henchman. Juan Frank Ruiz. Yeah, Juan. Yeah, but anyway, so Local like auto then, body repair shop owner. Then it's, <laughs> then it's over, and it's like 
Then you know, and they they go back through the automatic door back into his house part of his house, not the dojo part of his yep. house, um, and just kind of like, ha, ah, wow, that was great. And it's like, don't you guys like have a job to do? And um, well, the dude's like, all right, now let me like, tell you about well, the job. So like, what's the what's the story? Like, well, this thing was taken. Okay, what other information do you have? That's pretty much it. Well, I guess we should hit the streets, and then begins my version of hell, I believe. Uh, which is this is a goddamn nightmare. It is. It it truly is. It is. It begins. I, I I no disrespect to the French people who invented the word, but it begins a montage, because I'm going to have to call it that because there's nothing else to call it. Uh, but it's like someone was like, "What if we did a visual montage and an audio montage at the same time, and they don't match?" And yeah, never the two shall meet. <laughs> so it is just layers upon layers of talking to we don't know who. Just hey, man, where's the thing? What are you talking about? You know the thing that went down. Where's the thing? I don't know. What are you talking about? I'm I'm gonna hurt you, man. It's like what? Come on, man, you owe yeah. me. And then just like while you're watching random city things, like yep. Uh, I mean, they're just going around Brooklyn or Queens or wherever the fuck they are. And it's just like people playing dice. Yeah, it's like, well, it's not even just involving them. It's just like, hey, look, here's a fire station. Hey, look, here's a dog in a window. Hey, look, here's a laundromat. And here's a traffic light. You're going to see 90 times. They they actually show show you someone throwing a sandwich into a a garbage truck and then the garbage truck crushing. And it's like, cool, sweet (laughs) production value. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this is the point where we realized that We've made a huge mistake. No footage went unused nope. in this movie. Like whatever they shot made it go into in this somewhere. film. Yeah. And it's proof that they didn't shoot enough because of how much footage gets repeated. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, they go through this montage and then they sort of get a lead. Maybe. I guess. I, I think that's what it's implied. I don't know. But I have then, no idea. Like, how just, honestly, when, just when you think you're out of it, like they like there is a scene where they actually mic'd it properly or, you know, as well as this movie mm. does, where they're like, OK, yeah, I think I got this information. Let's go over here and deal with this. And and interspersed in this montage, they will just happen upon a group that's like, nah, karate, not talk. And they'll just walk up and like get karate and then dispatch this these people in like 15 seconds. Yeah. So and then it's just like, well, back to the crazy montage. Mm-hmm. And, but there is some there is a demarcation point where it's like, oh, OK, they finally got the information, you, you know, they needed. We're done with this horrific montage. And then it goes back into it and uses all the same footage over again. And the same music and the same music yeah. to mix too loud over people. ADRing yep. their lines yes. from another room. But ADR is not even accurate because they're not even... Like, no, they're, they're not even trying they're, they're to is, match. In this whole sequence, there is one thing where the ADR matches the lip read. And that is like... I think I don't remember which one of them, but one of them comes up on two uh, working ladies on the street. Warhawk. Yeah. and it's Warhawk just like, actually has a character trait in this, and it is he likes ladies. Uh-huh. That is his character That's trait. That's about all the personality any of yeah. them. And that is the most information we get about any of these Warhawk people. Warhawk wants the ladies to touch his Warcock. Well, that's a good slogan. Hey, ladies, have you heard my slogan? <laughs> Let me tell it to you. Yeah. Okay. But so Maybe like, I won't name my daughter Warhawk. <laughs> well, I'll just say. I mean, you might want to think about it. Yeah. Um, but there is a point where there there's two ladies, and he's kind of not interested in talking to one of them. It's like, I guess one of them is like, he knows it's going to have the information and is, and is also going to give him sex because the other one perfectly matched her lips says, Hey, I got to go. I had something come up and yep. it's like, it's been in the middle of like just insanity, yeah. utter, utter and complete chaos and insanity. It's like, Oh shit, that, that actually matched. Um, yeah. and what she had to go take care of was again, we've been, this has been no less than 20 minutes of crazy montage, random fighting, 
a little bit of plot exposition. Somebody plays basketball. Like, or I think Warhawk again Warhawk plays, plays basketball. basketball. Yeah, because he's like he's basically like wearing a prince outfit to play basketball in the street. Yeah, and like he's, he's got platform. He's heels got platform on. heels on and like a low cut like shirt. And I was like, yeah, let's play shirts versus blouses. <laughs> then we'll have pancakes. Um, but so like all of this craziness happens, and then I guess they get some information, which is well, at some point in the middle of this, yeah, the main bad guy Z, Z uh-huh. has shown up. And for a guy with an awesome name like Z, he's not. Yeah, he's as you called him. He's baby Andy Reid. Yeah, he's like seventies Andy Reid, basically. Yeah. yeah, for for sports ball people. Yep. Um, yeah, but he he breaks open the case and sees the little witch doctor statue, as they keep calling it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "This is gonna be worth a lot of money, boys. We need to get this moved." Yeah. And that's when the, <laughs> the the working girl from the street who had something to do walks in and is just like. Hey, you know, there's some guys looking for you and stuff. And he's like, oh, then I guess we should get this out of here because they get I guess they get the address to this place because. Well, no. So one guy comes. They all go back to the force Four HQ mm-hmm. and pile onto the couch with each other. Right. And then the one dude comes in and is like, all right, check this shit out. I got an address. I drew a map. I cased the joint. And I'm like, when the fuck did the yeah. actual plot happen? We didn't see any of it this. It was after he hung out with his son yeah. and then beat up a bunch of dudes. Right. Yeah, he did. Take I guess his he got boy. the information out of the very last one. Okay. Or maybe his son. I don't know. Who knows? No. Yeah. He he did bring a boy into the scene yeah. and challenge yeah. him to a fight. <laughs> yes. Kick me, boy. Yes. Owen yeah. Watt's son Watt's brought son's his son, his yeah. son to yeah. watch him. Watt's and then his son, son missed and he immediately broke his son's ankle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, this that, is why you don't miss. That's how you learn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yes, yeah, that's how it because they're like, well, I got this address. Let's go. Uh-huh. And it's cut back to the, the warehouse that we were. We saw Z come get the thing and they just sort of appear through the door and start kicking people and then are just like, well, it's search. I mean, again, at this point, like almost every fight is over in like 10 seconds, because like like I said, a, a, a mob of like five dudes will attack somebody on the street and then they're just like, ha, 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 they're all down. Yeah. And then they come in this place and kind of do ha, 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 and everyone's down and they're like, well, let's search the place. And they half-heartedly flip things over for two seconds. And they're like, well, I guess it's not here. They flip over a card table yeah. that is very yeah. obviously has nothing underneath it. And they're like, well, not under there. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, they destroy these guys flop house, mm-hmm. which yeah. didn't have that much in it anyway. No. Shitty. Yeah. God, it sucked. Yeah. I mean, cause one guy gets thrown against the wall and it just buckles like it mm-hmm. was just yeah. a set. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It didn't look like a set, but I mean, it, it buckled like it was just a, yeah. a fake wall or, Poorly constructed. Sure. Who knows? It, Who knows? Ugh. Yeah. But then they're like, well, it's not here. Oh, well, I guess we should go find Z. And then it's just... Yeah, let's go to Z's house. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well, he's probably at his place, and I just happen to know where that is. So fucking driving montage. Road trip. Out to, you know, upstate yeah. New York. Just... It's just footage of the car. It is. Yep. And them babbling in a studio somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, utter nonsense like whatever they're babbling they're like hey yeah, let's park in the woods and sneak attack do and- not have a script no no, no, no. They, they are improving everything but they don't know how to improv yep because they're not actors they are martial artists mm-hmm. they're karate men yeah yeah i'm just careful with the artist part <laughs> so the long they're car marshals. montage <laughs> where they talk about let's park in the woods and and fight and then uh cut to the party mm-hmm. z's party oh the yeah party Holy shit. All footage of this party was used. Yep. 
I mean, it, first it feels every like party we sat guest. through the entire party. <laughs> first, it's just it's just splashes of people at this party that look like. I mean, it, it literally looks like someone's bar mitzvah. That's just the level of people that are here. All yeah. the Doobie Brothers are there. Yeah, yeah. All the Doobie Brothers and the Weinstein's and I do else. appreciate <laughs> that. Like, there are some people who look directly at the camera, like. The fuck are they doing over there? Yeah, it's like home movies when someone catches you filming. It's like, hey, no, cut that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so then, like, wait, are you filming something? <laughs> but then it's like, okay, we're gonna mill about and show you all these random people at the party. A lot, yeah, of, a lot well, of them multiple times, and then one of which is getting a hand job. Yes, that dude's totally getting a hand job. Yeah, one dude is getting a hand job. I yes. Don't argue it. Yeah, you I, can't argue it. it well, no, I'm not trying not like to argue they, it. I, that it's clip is on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they go full Pornhub on it. But no. I mean, there is a woman smiling, reaching on the table, her arm vis- vigorously going up and down, and the guy just kind of sitting there going, uh-huh. It's the uh-huh. 70s. Mm-hmm. He is getting a HJ for sure. But like, <laughs> yeah. were they just bored on set and like, they're not gonna, nobody's ever going to see this any anyway. Why don't you give me a handy under, under the table while we do this? Uh, yeah. uh, maybe she was a grip. <laughs> 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 okay, we can wrap it up here. Uh, let's yeah. rate it. Wow. Just yeah. He was the best boy. And she's the yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, anyway, they mill about this party for a bit. And then like the camera is just like, well, I'm done. Stationary cam shot on this, this set of wicker chairs and a table. Yes. And it just sits there. And it's like, why? Yeah. I mean, I try not to exaggerate too much, but I would estimate at least 90 seconds. I would say longer. Of just sitting there on those chairs. Yeah. And it's and, and they're not centered. Like it's no. it's not even like, oh, this is a good Wes Anderson, like you know, made no. shot. It's just like Absolutely they're not. just slightly off to the side and everyone's just kind of milling about the pool, like, eh, yeah, we're doing a cocktail party thing. Eh. Yeah. And and you're like, okay, why are we just stop why did we stop and why are we looking at these chairs? Why are and we establishing eventually the fuck 90, out of these 90 chairs? seconds, two minutes later, Z and now we are introduced to Felicia. Right. Um, Hi, Felicia. Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> Come and sit down in the wicker chairs. And Felicia apparently is the person that's going to buy this statue. This she wants to fetish. buy the yeah, African flesh. She has a fetish for the fetish. Yes. Uh, yep. Um, and then it's just, well, why don't we go to the pool house? I mean, this is three minutes later after like banter. I don't know. They babble sure. back and forth. It's, and who the fuck cares? It, I mean, there's a, there's a line that she says later where it's like, Oh, was that supposed to be like sexually suggestive innuendo repartee? Because she's like, because one time later in the movie, he's just like down to business. Let's do this. She's like, oh, what happened to our repartee? Yeah. Uh, I think that was later. I think that I, was well, their next no, no, I'm saying it's yeah. way later, but sure. I mean, it's like this was supposed to be clever banter, I guess, in somebody's eyes. It's but not. they just go to his pool house, which pool house. is... All we see is like one corner of a room that has the world's tiniest bar in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's all you see. And you're like, I wonder if he's got it behind the bar. Walks behind the bar and look, it's behind the bar. Yep. And then he's just like, well, this ended up being a lot more difficult than we thought. And we got some some this force of four that's chasing us. And uh, the price has gone up. And it's hot. Yeah. Got to have it's more typical, cash. Like, oh. Fine. Uh, the price just went up, and then she's like, "Yeah, lady doth protest too little because she's just like, well, fine, it's another hundred thousand dollars. I need till tomorrow or tonight to get it wrapped up." Well, yeah, he be- throws a number out, and she's like, "Fine, ten a.m. I'll be there." It's like you need to haggle a little bit because yeah. you're getting fucked. 
Even he says, wow, you accept that too yeah, quick. He yeah, does, yeah. He's like, huh. But yeah, she's like, all right, well, 10 a.m. tomorrow. And then kind of from Oscar. Well, OK, so simultaneous to this, we, the, the Force 4 finally have done finished their car ride and stopped some ways away and are walking through the woods. Right. Well, Z's henchmen are, are aware of this, that they're coming and are just like, well, we can't have guns because I have important people at the party. So send as many men as you need out into the woods and dispatch them, which I guess is about 10. That's 10. About ten dudes. It's all so. the same dudes. It Every is. time there's a yeah. multi-dude fight, it's the same yes. dudes. Yeah, but dudes on the street, dudes in the pool house. We watch them like Scooby Doo their way into the woods, and they're like, "Oh shit, they're coming!" And everyone like hides behind the the woods or the trees, like, and then they walk like into frame like two seconds later, and yeah. they're like, "Did they really not see him?" But thankfully, someone in the ADR room was like, "You know, we totally would have seen them, right?" And <laughs> and so the I believe it's the the Billy, the lady of the group, is just like. Uh, you guys did see that and you're like yeah just keep cool and pretend like we didn't see them yeah. and which equates to let's walk five more feet and all the guys go ha, ha. I jump out from behind the trees and then it's another half ass kung fu fight it this is. one at least lasts a little bit longer and some some people try some things like this one dude tries a flying kick and just totally whiffs and land on, lands on his back and yep. that, that's probably my favorite thing in the movie and it's not yeah, part of the action good. montage yeah. at the end it's not there's also there's also this red shirt dude who's like <laughs> keeps getting kicked towards this tree and oh, then has yeah. this like momentary like oh i don't want to hit the tree so right. while he's supposed to be hurt is like oh the actor is like <laughs> where's the tree so i can yeah. land yeah. safely at it but it does it twice yeah. um and then they just like leave him kind of on the ground going oh we're hurt one one dude gets punched up into a tree yes to where he kind of hangs kind of on the hangs branches on with his bit. arms yeah. and then the, the dude who punched him looks at his fist like holy shit look yeah. what i did i just punched a guy into a tree yeah but yeah they just kind of like oh well we have defeated you onto the party because yeah this meeting in the pool house has happened and then suddenly without any notification to us the audience the force four just burst from like behind the camera they enter the room from behind the camera they do all this. at once and it's like there's no way y'all came through the door they do this several times they just enter a scene from different doors that are not established like yep. they did that in the warehouse too yep. they just like they came through two doors and it's like what yeah. like okay but they do this too it's like two come in from this side and two come in from off, off uh, the other side of the screen uh-huh. and then they just sort of ha for half a second and then z's like well fuck this shit grabs the case and runs out right um because i think some more of their toughs were like well we weren't hurt too bad and come back in so they do yeah z, z manages to es- escape basically yeah. and it just really kind of cuts to outside where the lady is facing another lady Oh, we forgot a, a, a major factor of this party before the interruption of the... Oh, right. The we totally skipped the 10-minute musical scene. Yeah. They're like, here's the band that's at the party. And Chuck was like, oh, man, this is going to be good because they're all kind of wearing matching outfits. It's a it's a singer, two lady, backup singer ladies, and then uh, a band that's all kind of wearing the same color This was suits. the best multicultural band put together in the 70s. Yeah. I mean, uh, the every race was represented here. <laughs> right. Uh, a white guy... Two black girls, Asian dude, and some other folks. Various. Yeah, yeah it's all the races on the on the earth. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's all. That's, of them. that's pretty yeah. much all of them. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, however, <laughs> it's a giant disappointment. Oh yeah, and it goes on forever. Sure does. It's the whole song. They show I mean, the whole yeah, song. It's an it's an okay song. It's it's fine. It's a super generic disco-y no. song because it's, it's Chuck fine. It's an okay song to play interspersed with other footage sure right but that's not what they but do the, the lyrics are lame they're like love is the key to my heart or something like that and then it just re- totally rinse and repeat for five minutes 
Um, but yeah, we, we see this out at the end. Yeah, it does just kind of like <laughs> it feels like they're about to start up another song. Like, oh, God damn it, movie. If you play a whole other fucking song, I it, totally it just it just hard cuts to like, oh, fully mean, expected. To meanwhile, song. in the pool house, yeah. like this shenanigans happen. So see has got away. So this was all pretty much for nothing, except he busts out and all the party guests are like, whoa, and the uh, force four kind of like bust out and like. All the party guests now are like, oh, dear God, whoa, yeah. what's going on? Oh, heavens to Betsy. And, <laughs> of course, that's when the henchmen show back up. So there's a little bit more kung fu action, which, of course, ends with one person getting punched into the pool and dying. Finally. Yeah. Um, yeah, he disintegrates because... Yeah, yeah he starts bleeding out. Yeah. Yep. Not a special effect. Not a, real. Right, no, absolutely. Yeah, all real. All real karate. Yeah. People they died. Sunset Boulevard of that motherfucker. They sure did. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um, but yeah, then they're just kind of like, well, yeah. shit. I don't know. I guess Z got away. Well, we should go to. I don't know where he where they were because they go to another house. They go to Z's other house. Z's other house, and just they verify he's in there for it's fucking the, ever. It's, it's Jason, the lead dude, and and Billy, the lady, who are just like sitting in the car. They keep like sort of hinting that there's this like romantic thing, but then they never do like anything with the lady. But no time for that. Yeah, no time for that because there's so much time for other things in this movie have to show but, all the other things oh this is this scene is just fucking excruciating this like, is where the movie broke me this is where like they're sitting there and he's like it took this long th- i was still on board and at this point i was just wow. like no fuck you this guys. this guy is like well there's his car i'm gonna go put a beeper on it not a tracker a fucking beeper beeper i'm gonna put a beeper on it so and, sh- and the lady for half a second is like are you sure it's a good idea he's like don't worry i'll be invisible and then proceeds to do the longest, stupidest, like, you know, like combat rolls and stuff in the yard. I mean, it's, it's like, not even that cool. Yeah, he I'm goes being... over and puts the beeper underneath the car. It immediately falls off. A dog who we've never been introduced to is barking somewhere. And this causes two henchmen to walk outside like, hey, what's all this then? He hides behind a tree. Mm-hmm. And five minutes later, that finally wraps up with the two dudes going back inside the house. Just going, I guess it was nothing. Yeah. But most of it is is him behind a tree. The, there's this one dude with the flashlight who's kind of looking around and just barely misses the seeing the tracker thing because it fell, you know, just behind the tire. So it's like just out of the line of yeah. sight. But then just stands there three feet from the tree, not quite going all the way around the tree while the guy is like, Am I going to have to karate him? And the guy's just standing there with a flashlight. And at no point did somebody go like, uh, okay, all right, turn that's, around. that's enough. Like It's looking. like when you're playing Metal Gear Solid and you can't trigger the guards to stop being on alert, mm-hmm. even though you're hidden. It's like, well, this game is broken. I'm hidden, but the guards won't go back to their routine. Right. That's what it felt like was happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just that dude never turned around. Mm-hmm. And then finally he turns around and goes back in and dude goes back to the car and it's just like. Let's call the guys and hang out here well, for a little while. Well, before even no, he he had heard on on the car phone. Right, which somehow they had a car phone. Literally, a phone. Um, but they're force four. Sure, but he <laughs> she he had them call the other two to meet them there for some strange reason, except that they're trying to be stealthy. So like, imagine like their Cadillac is parked right in front of this house, which is not like some house with a grand yard that's like you know oh they're not going to notice this way down here. It's it's a basic ass yard. Flashlight dude is also staring right at that car. Sure. And never mm-hmm. sees it. Right. Well, because she ducks down. They're like, well, no one's in the car. The this, car this... is still there. <laughs> Cars are just everywhere, Chuck. Oh, right. Yeah. Forgot. Um, but yeah, so he narrowly escapes and puts the tracker on the car, then goes back to the car, to which then the other car shows up with the other two. And then he's just like, well, I'm going to go stretch my legs. And then they just stand, proceed to stand in front of the bad guy's house. Yep. And ADR, hanging out. ADR bullshit for like another two minutes. Uh-huh. I don't understand the goddamn word they were saying, but it's like, I can see the guy <laughs> in the window 
and windows are clear, which means he could see you. <laughs> windows are clear. <laughs> so therefore, your honor. I just, it was the dumbest thing. Like all of this stealth bullshit yeah. to then like stand there and yes. not do anything. Whatever. It finally, finally, mercifully, thankfully goes away and it's the next day. And then we get stock footage of the same trip up to the fucking upstate New York. Mm -hmm. Like for a half a second, they're following his car and they're like, you know, it's 80 yard. Like, don't get too close. He's like, don't worry. The beeper's doing its thing. It's like, well, if it is, do you have to be two car lengths behind them? Like, yeah, because you're keeping the car in visual sight the whole time. Yeah, what's the point of having a tracker? Why, what was the beeper for? Yeah. But yeah. But eventually it just cuts to the same footage of them driving up to this place, which... I guess maybe this was uh, Felicia's house. I don't know where they went. I believe it was Felicia's sure, house. Because that's where he goes anyway. That's where he ends up meeting her. And that's that's where it's just like, oh, where's the money? Oh, here it is. Okay. Where did all our witty repartee go? Uh, anyway, no time for that. Oh, wait. Shit. Force 4 is here. Uh -huh. And they just bust in the room. And I think between like when they left standing around outside and the next day when they start driving, they decided they're gonna fuck over the person who hired them i think maybe they were like wow this is worth a lot of money we could take both the money and the thing because mm -hmm. they make at least two decisions to fuck over whoever called them and this is the first one where they're just like wow let's take this thing and the money and that'll be sweet mm -hmm. so they they do they take both cases yeah they get yeah. out to the yard and then some more the 10 punks have re have yeah. you know, readjusted themselves and <laughs> they've respawned yeah they're back yep and it's more of that shit. Yep. They fight again. This is where the slow motion camera finally comes into play because everyone has to get like one like slow motion hit on a dude just to be like, look at their skills. Well, the only one that's cool is the one where Warhawk literally kills a dude with, with his foot. He, yeah. He <laughs> like heel kicks the dude in the back of the head. Yeah. That man. That dead. dude took a full shot yeah. and mm -hmm. is dead now. Yeah. yeah. Dead. If not dead, his brain dead. <laughs> yeah. 40 beats per minute. Yeah. <laughs> RIP third degree black belt Richard Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Fourth degree dead. <laughs> um, but yeah. Sixth they, degree under. They, they fight for a few minutes and then Z runs out and for half a second tries to get, grab the case to which they, you know, Z is not a, a karate man at all. So He's he not. just gets kicked once and it's like, oh, Z's dead. Um, but turns out Felicia is. Well, Felicia that's the credits say she is. Well, Felicia comes out and, you know, because they're like, well, I guess we need to have a fight between... It's even weirder than that. The, they It hard cuts to the lady is fighting another lady that we have never seen before. Right. It's like it's from another movie. Cause, and then it's just like, oh, Felicia pops in and she's going to fight her too. It's like, oh, well, the lady needs to fight some ladies. She can't just kick all the dudes in the crotch. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they fight for half a second. But of course, Felicia loses. Um the only thing I like about any of this is that when Warhawk is not fighting anybody, he will stroll into the background of someone else's scene and just kind of stand there like, yeah, check this shit out. But he will wander into every scene that's not about him. Yeah. I enjoyed that for some reason. Warhawk just Look, like, man, hey. <laughs> a man named Warhawk Tanzania takes direction from no one. I understand. If he wants to wander in and watch you karate someone, he will wander in and watch you. I got no problem someone. with it. But th there is one final carload of dudes that shows up and it's like oh this is the a team of of bad guys because they show up and like pose for a second yeah and then they do like rock paper scissors yeah. to figure out who's gonna go first water in and then like there's this dramatic thing where it's like oh 
I've been waiting to face this guy because yeah. the lead dude like even does this thing where like he takes his watch off and throws it to Warhawk and into which he's like, you got it. All right. <laughs> they still do, do his thing. Yeah. For 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And then he just walks <laughs> off and they have this like half ass little fight. It's just they beat all of these supposed top tier bad guys in the same amount of time it takes to beat yeah. any other person. In this and movie. then like they're like, OK, we won. And they take the cases over to the car again. Like they keep like forcefully slapping the case that has this rare artifact in oh, it. Oh yeah. Like like first like when the when the henchman showed up outside the house like uh Slim or whatever fuck his name is like just takes the case and like goes whoop and like y- just yeets it across the yard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's like well okay like that might be yeah. not a bad idea but then like even when it's not a pressure situation they walk up to the car and they're like slam well yeah. let's see about this fetish. <laughs> right. And then they're like Slim is also apparently a doctor because like when he's not karate, he puts on glasses and therefore it's like he becomes smart because he's like, well, look, I know a lot about African art. And while this is a nice piece and everything, it's not worth anywhere near the amount of money or effort that they're putting into this. Right. There's got to be something going on. And then proceeds to tell like, well, you know, a lot of these things are hollow, so there might be something hidden in it. And they all start poking around like, where's the hole? And then without even doing it, he's just kind of like, ah, got you. Like these things aren't hollow fucking idiots. But it's like, <laughs> Okay, and then they're like, well, maybe it's in this giant case that is way bigger than this thing is. That has to weigh a ton in comparison to this yeah, little because ramshackle thing they threw together. This, this is like a, a, a decent like carry-on size suitcase type thing. It's like something you would carry a trombone in. Sure, but they open it up and then, you know this fetish is like in the very center and they're like, they lift up the little flaps on the side. They're like, oh, there it is. Drugs. Yeah. It's pure heroin. Bags of heroin. Yeah, she... <laughs> the... Uh, Billy. 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 Yeah. She licks, she takes some out and licks it and goes, oh, this is pure heroin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she rubs oh, like, that shit all over her gums. She's, she's like, fucking excited I think it's about heroin. it. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't think. She knows. That oh, girl yeah. knows what yeah. heroin tastes like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is some horse. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're like, we can't let this stuff get on the street. So we'll deliver this piece of shit artifact. We'll keep the money and we'll destroy the drugs. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. It's a win, win, win. And then just hard cut into the supercut, supercut action montage like that ended the movie of them just saying, fuck these drugs. And (laughs) just bam, every time someone gets kicked or punched, Mm -hmm. here it is in a montage. Yep. Yeah. (sighs) And it ends with uh, them showing the credits for a very long time. Which oh, also yeah. have a montage underneath them. Yes, denoting every belt that each of the actors in the movie had. Mm-hmm. I think there were only like five people who did not have a belt of some Z kind. There's even a, a belt. white belt mentioned. The, the yes. preacher did not have a belt. And they Z, they, Z they interrogated Z was preacher. the only like main cast member who did yeah. not have a belt of some Like kind. a real speaking yeah. character who did not have a belt. Yep. The montage. Even or, Felicia had a belt. She did. Uh-huh. First degree black uh-huh. belt. Yeah or the not the montage but the supercut at the end reminded me how many crotch shots there are in this movie oh yeah people get fist dicked a lot <laughs> yeah but there were at least no three t- cop. there no. were at least three times where we were like well that was unnecessary <laughs> right that person well, was already down. somebody got like the classic like he yeah like chopped out <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. like you were down and unconscious but man fuck your dick yeah it, yeah <laughs> it's like you stopped him you didn't have to stop him from having a family <laughs> hit him so hard his kids won't feel it <laughs> yeah <laughs> because <laughs> well, you can't because they won't they won't exist yeah. <laughs> that's a thinker I'm following I'm following it yeah it's good yeah. Uh, movie's anyway, over yeah 75 minutes or 79 minutes felt like a goddamn eternity sure did it did 
I, I, I can go ahead with the rating. Go ahead. Uh, no Stargrove, right? No, 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 I, no, no Absolutely no. not. I mean, nope. I couldn't understand the lyrics. No, no. There was, was a song called Force of Four, but two, I don't. Two plus two. They said that. Yeah, there was math. Yeah. <laughs> but no one ever said it. Okay. Man, you don't get a fucking Stargrove from math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- that's words to live by right there. <laughs> no time. Uh, yeah. No time to divide. <laughs> Not math. Um, uh, you said you could go. Yeah, I can go. Uh, this is this go. is a bad movie. Um, <laughs> a bad bad movie is not stay it, away. Like okay, yes. so it's it's not even it's not even fun bad. Like I part of me wants to call this like the Poughkeepsie connection because it's kind of like that. It's like a bunch of fucking yeah. dumbass karate people got together and like we can make a movie despite having no idea what we're doing. But Miami Connection, while not as good as a lot of other bad movies. They're still fun to be had. Like I yeah. did not know this is you where, had a father. This is where Miami Correct Connection could have gone completely wrong. Sure. Like yeah. this is what happens when Miami Connection goes completely wrong. Yeah. But it's just it's just bad and boring and extremely horribly made. And part of me wants to go like you're forced to give it four bags, but uh, that's not good enough. This is a five bag movie. This movie <laughs> fucking sucks. It's barely even a movie. I just wanted to make the four force four bags joke, but it's it's not that's not enough. It, this is a bad ass, bad 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 movie. I, was that did I say five? That was only four. Bad bad. <laughs> Good yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say. It's just it okay. sucks. It sucks on toast. So it's a five bagger for you. Yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> it, that the fucking hiding behind the tree scene is why I was like I was hating it. And I was like I was already like well this is a force four bag movie, but that scene was like. No, fuck you. And then like the hard cuts at the end where it was just like, we don't know how to transition a scene. And then the fucking full song and yeah, hard cutting to a super cut of, the, of all the shit you just watched. And then the credits at the end re-showing you shit yet again. Mm-hmm. Like 70s credits are supposed to be like, here's the eight people I were in this. Bam, we're out. We did this in the opening credits. Right. But this one's like, does the same slow ass like here's everyone that was in it and what degree black belt they were. Well, the opening credits didn't want to spoil who the black belts were. Uh, Otherwise, you'd be expecting it. Sure. Be like, uh, oh, I'm going to see awesome fights. I don't I don't want to know that. Spoiler. Uh, no, spoiler. the opening That's credits false did tell us. <laughs> but the opening credits did tell us what degree black belts they were. They did, yeah. yeah. It actually, Only some of them. Okay, so yeah, all of everyone. our main characters, right. it mm-hmm. had them listed as, like, uh, instead of degree, it was Dan. In mm-hmm. the, right. In the opening credits. Okay. It was... Yeah, there's too many Dans. You're right. Too many damn Dans. At least they're they were, you know, they had a nice spread of Dans. They mm-hmm. didn't just have like all first Dans. They mm-hmm. had a, a first Dan and a fifth Dan. And mm. Yeah, that Steely Dans and Steely Dans. Wool Dans. Yeah. Steel Wool Dans. <laughs> Dapper Dan. Yeah. But I'm done. Yeah. Big Dan. <laughs> You're Dan. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'm. <sighs> This might be the cold medicine talking. I don't know. I, two bags, I think, is the worst I can go here. I For about 30 minutes, I was like, this sucks, but it's kind of fun. I could maybe give this a jocks. And then when it started wasting my time, I was like, nope, this is getting a bag. And then that fucking let's all hang out in front of this dude's house and ADR in some bullshit that we can't even hear scene. I was just like, you know what? No, no one knows how to make a movie in this. Nobody knows how to make a movie. And I can't. I will not sanction that. Uh, I will not stand for buffoonery. So, to not stand for all these dans. Yeah, two bags. It's. I mean, I obviously don't watch this. It's on Amazon Prime. Do not watch it. <laughs> the worst thing that a bad movie can be is boring. And boy, is this one boring! Like you would think, it's got a hundred karate men in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It's got a guy. How can it be fucking Warhawk? Warhawk Tanzania. Tanzania. And Owen Watson. Watson. Wow. And his son. Yeah. (laughs) This movie lost me at the overlapping ADR montage. I checked out completely. I just couldn't give a single shit. Yeah. And then I woke up and the montage was still happening. Yep. Uh, it's awful. There's, there are a couple things that I like, like the dude getting kicked in the head. Um, <laughs> yeah. but that's an accident that they kept in the, in, in the film because they shot nothing else. Everything that they shot, like we said, was in this film. Mm-hmm. There's like, I can't think of anything that is a redeeming. You must see at least this part of it. Like you got to see, this scene, or you got to see this guy getting kicked in the head. I mean, you could just watch a karate tournament and see a guy get kicked in the head for real, and that would be a lot more entertaining than this, than this movie could ever hope to be. So, five bags, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. All right. Don't be boring. <laughs> if you're going to be something, don't be boring. I agree. But I'm forced to give this a four bag rating. Finally, someone did it. Yeah. Uh, it's There's glimmers of good, which is why I can't go all the way to five. Like, glimmers of fun that could be had here. Mm-hmm. It just never coalesces into something that actually works. And, I mean, come on. You've got a guy named Malachi, and you've got a guy named Goddamn Warhawk, and you name them Adam and Eric. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on. Come on. Like, that should tell you all you need to know right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, like if if you want to see amateurs who know karate, kind of getting together and making a movie, watch Miami Connection. Mm-hmm. Hundred times out of a hundred. Well, don't worry, guys. Over the, this. the guy who directed this made one more movie. Chuck has reviewed it. Yeah, you reviewed Velvet no, Smooth. No, no, he's oh. thinking of the other Warhawk movie. Oh, okay, oh, the Warhawk. Movie. I have not seen Velvet Smooth. I'm saying this is the same oh, director, okay. and it also has Owen Watson in it. It also it has a couple of carryover people, but if you want to prepare yourself for the ninth annual Black Exploitation History Month, Velvet Smooth might be on the list. All right, yeah. again, where the fuck do these people with their great names? There's a guy named in, in Velvet Smooth. There's an actor named Emerson Boozer. <laughs> and what is this character's name? Matt. Oh fuck off. <laughs> yep. Not even like a single T. They, also, they're just trolling us now. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like, I'm going to time travel and be at like, le- well, no. At least someone named Johnny Hill plays Velvet Smooth. Okay. So they t- they took a shitty name and made it cool. All right. Yeah. But Owen Watson plays King Lathrope. <laughs> Whoa. Or King Lathrope. Lathrop. Okay. Lathrop. I'm into it. All right. Sure. Is his wife Miss Anthrope? <laughs> I get it. Huh. Ha. <laughs> let's take uh, a break. All right. Let's do that. Okay. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Fast number two. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really discuss the order of which we were going to talk about. Does anybody have a 2020 movie? No. Uh, No. Yes. No. But that's not the one I want to talk about first. (laughs) 
You know how we do this. I know. That's usually what... I mean, go, Harlow. Talk about the movie you want to talk about first. Well, okay. I mean, it's just... One is like, yeah, I watched it because I've watched a lot of these and it's no big deal. But the other one is a, kind of a big deal. I saw Parasite, the Academy oh, Award the winning best, best picture. Oh, it's picture. the best picture of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I heard I, it's from South Korea. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I don't want to get too Hold political up. About I'm about it. to quote unquote internet hate Parasite. Oh, so shit. Oh, no. Here we go. All right. I think you should preface this with your letterbox rating. Okay, you sure? I yeah. like okay, so that they know the context. Yeah, I, I quote unquote this. internet hate this because I gave it four stars out of five and not five like everyone else. That yeah, sounds terrible. Yeah, um, do not watch. Here, here's the thing: <laughs> I can recognize that this is an expertly shot, expertly edited, and very well acted movie. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like my issue with the movie is solely in its plot. I. I, full disclosure, I, this is only the second Bong Joon Hoon. Is that how you say his name? I, I probably just fucked it up, but it's only the second movie of his I saw. I only have seen Snowpiercer before this. I haven't watched Oakjaw or Mother or The Host or any of these other ones that are probably good too. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I I liked Snowpiercer, but I still I still have problems with Snowpiercer, and a lot of my problems with Snowpiercer carry over into this. Snowpiercer is a movie that's kind of schizophrenic, where it's like. It, it it doesn't quite understand if it's like a comedy or a sort of a satirical look at this, you know, dystopian future thing to like hardcore action slash drama. It's just and this one kind of has the same thing. Like it is it is played for the most part like this like satirical look at class structure. And then it just like takes this wild detour into like tense thriller and other weirdness and I and I obviously don't want to get into plot things but it's just it keeps weaving in and out of these like if you're going to make like this kind of wild turn to like a different genre I think that can be interesting you know I subverting expectations is, is always been a great thing in movies I mean mm-hmm. like it, it's it's a thing that we all know because we've all seen it and talked about it and dissected it for over 50 years now but like Psycho Psycho is a great example you have this big star you know you you put her you put put her in your movie and then like not even midway through the movie, kill her. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh shit, like that doesn't happen in movies. Right. Like your star, your main build star does not fucking die in like the beginning of the movie. And then you're suddenly cast off to this other person. It's like, well, let's see what, how that, that gets resolved. Mm-hmm. I don't, and it's not a hard shift like that in this movie. It's just, it keeps like doing these kind of hard ship shifts and then like trying to drift back into what it was saying before. And I feel I feel somewhat like and don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not knocking you if you enjoyed every aspect of this movie. I, I'm saying for me, movies like this, I feel like get some sort of. I don't know if pass is the right word, but they 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 are elevated simply by their subject matter, which I mean, this is about class struggle. You know, it's about class inequality, about, you know, the haves and the haves not have nots mm-hmm. basically is the, the main central focus of this movie. The, the the problem with that is is I don't think it's saying anything interesting about that. It's like you can't just say, oh, it's about this, so therefore that's important. Ergo, this is a good movie. That doesn't work for me. Like you have to like have a reason for existing. Like like just like I don't like Brokeback Mountain. It's like Brokeback Mountain is a two hour movie of like, hey, this is a, a shitty situation that you're gonna see here, and then it's just gonna kind of end and say like, yeah, well that that sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> like it's like yeah it, it does like do you want to maybe right. do you want to maybe resolve it give us 
an ending, not just like, yeah, well, it sucks to be a gay cowboy. You know, like, you know, it's, it's just yeah, like, it probably does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like, I, I just don't enjoy movies that are like issue. Yeah. It's an issue. And it's like, well, yeah, but plot, like you need a plot to go along with the issue, you know, like, and, and the last thing I'll say about it, that's kind of knocking it. And this is also plot related. It's kind of what we were talking about that, you know, we, we had this long conversation last week that may have drew the ire of certain people, but it's a movie. Oh, where, fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah well, okay. that, yeah, but yes, it's a, it's a movie where like nobody's good. There isn't like really a likable character in the entire fucking movie. I mean, I mean, there's, hey, there's stop getting political. There, there's some people that are like kind of innocent bystanders somewhat in, in the situation, mm-hmm. like mostly like the younger kids on either side, but it's basically, it's about this like, you know, underprivileged family and this super rich family. And, and I, I don't even want to like, as I, I knew, I went in knowing very little about this movie and that's about all I knew is like, it was, it was about class struggle and inequality and all this stuff. And then let's see what happens. Cause I was like, somehow I've remained spoiler free on this. And it turns out they're, they're both, they're, they're all kind of shitty. Like, like they're all shitty in their own different ways and for different reasons, but they're all shitty. And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm like, you gotta give me something to care about. Like, I mean, you can't, you can't make your protagonist antagonists and your antagonists also be antagonists. You know, it's just a gaggle of antagonists. You know, um, this is what society <laughs> has done to us. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I, I, I just, I mean, like I said, I, I recognize that from a technical standpoint, this movie is brilliant. Like it's, it's brilliantly shot and everything else. Um, and it's super moody at times. Like it's just, it is such a, a weird you know whiplash effect of when it shifts the genre basically hmm. um that's just like what <laughs> yeah i mean there are things that i will remember about this movie like there are scenes that are like expertly done but like when i stop and think about it it's not a fucking five-star movie because it's like yeah when i stop and think about the plot it's like yeah, it's not great <laughs> you know so hmm. yeah it's it's a strange one like i i so you liked it i i <laughs> semi liked it i understand. i liked it i i didn't okay. love it far from loving it so okay yeah like i snowpiercer was one of those things where it's like I, it's because i think it was like my first experience with this director i think i was maybe forgiving some of these flaws but now like i feel like i'm aware of that that i think if i went went back and watched snowpiercer those things that semi annoyed me before would really annoy me now mm. where it's just those like wild tonal shifts in it um yeah it's just it's a, it's a strange thing i i'm I have a morbid curiosity now to go watch his other movies just to see mm-hmm. if it's like it's a common thing. It's just maybe his style is style. not my my thing. He made one for Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. yeah. I I just I'm I'm not. There's nothing. There's no political agenda about this. It's like I don't I don't care that a foreign film won the best picture. I really don't give a shit about the Academy Awards. Period. I just I really question this one. Like, it's a it's a strange one to pick. To, to be like this is this is the one that's going to lead the charge and it's it's a global race now you know like mm-hmm. for for the best movies out there where mm-hmm. it's not just american anymore so and i agree i mean i really do there's some fantastic foreign films i just don't think this is among them it's okay it's pretty good in times one could say it's a four-star movie yeah but yeah yeah i'll, okay. I'll wait on the other one it's not not important so all right somebody else all right know. well i've got one teed up um, a, 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 um, 
Sorry, I was looking for my, I guess I don't really have it teed up. I was looking for my letterboxed review, but um, to cheat off of myself. I had been really wanting to see Uncut Gems because I'd heard that it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, my girlfriend last Friday night was like, hey, Uncut Gems is playing at Sunray, which is the local indie theater. And I was like, cool, that's kick-ass. I want to see it. Let's go. Uh, so we got tickets and arrived to find out that it was being shown on 35 millimeter. I was like, man, that's even cooler. Get to actually see a film on film. <laughs> Hooray. Uh-huh. I um, I was super excited. And then the movie started and yelled at me for two hours and 40 minutes. Um, that is not to say that it is bad, but it is unrelenting. I've heard um, it's very fatiguing. Yes. There are very few moments of reprieve during it. Most of the time, there is music and no less than three people talking at the same time on screen. Um, So it's like a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Um, I absolutely hate being in that situation where there are, like, at a loud party where there are, you know six or seven people talking loudly and you're trying to have a conversation with someone um, and you just can't think at all because the person doesn't have an inside voice. Like we have someone like that in our office. Like he gets on the phone and just yells and it's like modern technology can pick up your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Be quiet. Yeah. Um, or like you're in an office and four or five people are on the phone at once, mm-hmm. that sort of thing yeah. where it's just, you know, there will be moments where there are two or three conversations going on on screen and there's also music. It's just, it plays to really good effect, even though part of me absolutely hates it because it's so jarring, but it keeps you on edge for almost the entire movie. And it's good. I like, I like it. I think it, it looks good. The, um, the music that they do use, even though it's like shockingly loud and jarring, um, is great. Um, Adam Sandler is probably the best performance that I've seen out of him. Um, he he plays his character really, really, really well. He's um, kind of this like he's a a gambling addict, basically a gambling addict and um, sort of semi shady diamond jewelry dealer. Um, and Lakeith Stanfield is in it. I didn't, like, I saw Lakeith Stanfield in the credits, and then he showed up, and I was like, is that? Who's that? And a couple minutes later, it's like, oh, that's Lakeith Stanfield. Like, he's a fucking chameleon, and he's he's in everything right now, and rightfully so, because he's great. Um, well, he has plenty of time off from Atlanta. <laughs> You're so, so bitter <laughs> about Atlanta. How much Atlanta do you have What that, that you've... I, well, I like that you're so bitter and like you, you came to the party late. I did. Like we've been sitting for a really long time waiting for <laughs> more Atlanta. I was told like, there would be yeah. more Atlanta. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a hard movie to watch, um, especially like the theater. They cranked the fucking sound up. It was just, it was like someone was shouting directly inside my brain. It It, it was really hard to watch. So 
if you can't stand that sort of thing for the sake of the art, um, you're going to hate it, hmm. probably. Like, Pam didn't like it. She could recognize that it was good. Like, the the plot is good. The dialogue is good, even though there's way too much of it at one time. Um, it's a it's a good movie. It's just you really might not like it if you if you can't stand that um, the fast talking New Yorker times three or four or six at some points. Um, but I this would have easily made it into the top five had I watched this in 2019, um, and I'm glad I got to see it finally, especially in the theater where my eardrums could bleed from all the noise. And you can't pause it. And you Give yourself a break. Right, yeah. And I think, like, I think that's, that's important. really important yeah. because it keeps, you, it keeps you in that mode of what's going on. Like, the, it's, there's a lot of plate spinning in this movie. And it keeps, you, it keeps you tense the entire time. So, like, I walked out of the theater and just <sighs> took a huge breath. And it was, you know, it was Friday night in a busy part of town. So it was noisy outside, but it was nowhere near. Yeah. It was like pure silence compared to in the movie theater. Yeah. You were like, I'm glad they got to cut those gems. Right. Finally, they the cut gems the gems. have been cut. That's it. Go see it. You should see it. It's good. Okay. All right. Maybe wait until you can pause it, though. Yeah, I was going to say. It's Chuck. Yeah. What you been watching? I got two things. Cool. Bo- both two. are quick. Okay. Uh, I did my due diligence and watched all four and a half hours of 1997's The Shining, since I talked about The Shining and Dr. Sleep oh, yeah. last week. That's, yeah, Stephen King got a chance to make his version. Yeah. All four and a half hours of it. All four and a half unnecessary hours of it. <laughs> uh, it, it does some, some interesting things, but uh, it, it just doesn't need to be that long. Just no mm-hmm. way. It it, do, it is not served by being a three hour or, or three night television event. There's just yeah. not enough story there for that. But yeah, you know, whatever. Is Stephen Weber's descent into madness better sold than Jack Nicholson's? <sighs> well, yeah, because you're given more time. Yeah. Because basically in The Shining, it's like, hi, I'm Jack Nicholson. I'm here to run your hotel. And then the next second, they just cut to him staring like a madman off into the distance. And it's like, oh, he's crazy. He's gone. This movie takes three and a half hours to get to that. Okay. And Jack Torrance is a normal dude up until that point. He's got some problems and some demons, but he's not a crazy person. And he feels bad for the things he's done. Uh, and then it ha- it even has a redemptive arc for him at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Because in the actual novel, they blow up the hotel at the end. And he tricks the ghosts into blowing up the hotel at the end. Mm-hmm. So he saves the day, basically, at the end. Oh. Uh, so there's that. Um, it you know it, there's no reason to watch it just <laughs> it exists and if you're really desperate to see the version if you read the book watch that but it feels every bit of a TV movie as it could possibly be and like the the main way that stands out is so the the Kubrick film used a hedge maze for its thing that's not in the book they were hedge animals they were like hedges that were sculpted like animals mm-hmm. which come to life yeah and imagine 1997 cg on a television budget yeah oh man hell yeah these fucking lion bushes come to life and it's just like wow we're in another dimension look at this (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah there's no reason to see that um okay this other movie i'm going to talk about 
I normally do not talk about movies I absolutely hate. I usually just leave those off of the discussion. There's no reason to talk about it. It sucks, and I don't want to pile on. But I'm so fucking confused by this. I, it doesn't make sense to me. So I watched Spring Breakers. Oh, yeah. Okay? Spring Break. People like Spring Breakers. I, I've heard, like, wow, that's pretty good, and James Franco is amazing in it. So, And that's all I knew about it. So I was like, okay, time to watch this. And, man, did I fucking hate every goddamn second of that. <laughs> I have no idea how anyone's and I, I came to Letterbox to like this movie sucks. What do you think Letterbox? And everyone was like five stars, best movie since Goodfellas. And I'm like, the fuck is happening? The fuck is happening? This usually I'm like, okay, I see what you liked about it. I get it. I no idea, no fucking clue what anyone gets out of this movie. None whatsoever. It was insufferable to me. Like, I don't know how people in theaters didn't put bullets in brains. <laughs> Jesus. So you liked it? <laughs> no, absolutely not. One star. Do not watch. It is terrible. Oh, you gave it one star, though, so it must be pretty good. No. One star we're in. Well, yeah, but we will not be in this. This. Holy God. Just. I don't get it. If someone could kindly explain to me what they think, because I read some reviews. And I'm like. I don't think you liked it either, but you gave it five stars. I don't know what you're doing here. I, I think, well, I mean, I've seen, I'm, am I the only other person at the table yes. that's seen it? Okay, so I, I think my thing with it was was watching the chameleon-like performance of James Franco is pretty much the entire strength of that movie. Otherwise, I don't think it has anything. Uh-huh. Um, because, I mean, I've, I've heard people like say they just switched over to it and didn't realize it was James Franco. I... I mean, I think you'd have to be kind of out of it to not realize that, but his name's on the box, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, like flipping over to HBO or something in Spring Breakers. Okay, on. But, I guess. But like, I, 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 for some reason, and I don't know why, throughout the years, had to, would just periodically check in on like Harmony Korine, and 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 progressively hate what he was doing uh-huh. more and more yep. and more. Yep. And this was just like, oh well, it at least it's like a normal movie. I mean, like. It's not it's not normal because like these people are awful and you hope that they don't exist. But I mean, it's it's normal in the in terms of like it's not just being weird to be weird. Right. You know, and I think that's why I was just like, oh, well, I, I can actually sit and watch this because people aren't just picking up roadkill and playing with it like no human fucking should, you know. Yeah, it's not like it's not a David Lynch light thing where people are just behaving like otherworldly right. yes, or anything yes. like that. It's just it's the worst of humanity on display sure, sure. for the entire runtime. And it's like, why would you watch this? Like the the bulk of it, like the first half of the movie is just teenagers being terrible. And it's like, yeah, teenagers are terrible. They're loud and they're goofy and they just they make bad decisions. And that's all literally all the movie is for the first 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, why am I watching this? So I don't know. And then it's, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd seen the beach bum before seeing this. Like I saw the beach bum like a few months ago and also came away from that. Like, what the fuck? Like what? These aren't movies. Like this is not a film. This is just turning the camera on and whatever happens, happens. And somehow you got a bunch of stars to be in it. So I don't know. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. But I'm curious as to why everyone is like, oh, my God, Spring Breakers. It's so amazing. Yeah, I think I think my problem is I, I watched it and the bling ring relatively close to each other. So yeah. I, I honestly think sometimes I'm mixing things up oh. like bling ring is a thing about awful people, but it's a well-made movie. OK, so it's like it's one of those you have to kind of watch it that way. Where mm-hmm. You're like, 
all right, so for for personal reference, like Bling Ring was basically like if your Girl Scout bandits made a made a play for something bigger. You remember your video that you put out there, like the just the I'm so dumb and I have zero, com- you know. They had money and I, I want yeah, money. I don't understand like morality and stuff. Yeah. Like that's basically the bling ring, but it's like it's actually like kind of fascinating at the same mm-hmm. time. Okay, <laughs> fun. Yeah, but hmm. but yeah, I think I just think I can I kind of put together events from one movie to the other because okay. it's like oh look you know young people being terrible. I just yeah, I wish I got it. I, I wish I saw what everyone saw in it, but there's no movie in that movie. All right, so I'm done. <laughs> okay. Did you, did you say you had a movie? You have a movie, right? Uh, I have a couple quick ones. Oh, okay. Um, I don't even know how we ended up on it, but HBO has a documentary on Mel Brooks called Mel Brooks Unwrapped, which was edited together from like an interview that the guy did with him like 30 years ago, and then like 20 years ago, and then recent ones. Mm-hmm. And. <sighs> If you're expecting a lot more about Mel Brooks, you're really not going to get it. It almost feels like, okay, we had all this footage. We need to do something with it. So they just kind of threw it together. But you learn kind of that Mel Brooks is almost incapable of turning it off. You know, he always has to be Mel Brooks, the entertainer in the room guy. Right. Like wherever, whatever he's doing always has to be on doing something. And it's like, you want him to let his guard down for just a few minutes and it only really happens um, a couple times in the movie. Like when he goes to whole foods and a lady recognizes him and is like, Oh my God, you're Mel Brooks. He's like, yep, that's me. You know, and just, he's like <laughs> super nice to her. Yep. That's me. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, that's Mel Brooks. And uh, God, what was his, no, I'm blanking. What was his partner's name for so long? Carl Renner. Yeah. Carl Renner. Like he, he goes to Whole Foods because he's bringing spaghetti and meatballs to Carl Reiner's okay. house. And he hangs out with Carl Reiner and the guy doing the documentary. And that's like the best part of the movie because you're like, holy shit, these guys. Oh, mm-hmm. I've actually seen that. I've yeah. seen this thing, but I've seen that part. Okay. I've yeah. seen that on something else. Yeah. And yeah. it's like for 10 minutes, you're like, all right, this is this is what I want. Well, yeah, because it's just friends hanging out and yeah. he's not trying to do a bit. Yeah, exactly. But you just don't get enough of that mm-hmm. for the entire time, which is kind of disappointing because it's like you you leave it going... I guess that guy got to hang out with Mel Brooks and good for him. Yeah. And it's just kind of left at that. You know, there's like no, no deeper anything. There's nothing that like you do. It's like watching the making of for a movie and you just, you don't learn a damn thing about Mm -hmm. the movie at all. You're like, I watched half an hour of nothing. Hmm. That's kind of how that felt, which was unfortunate. Hmm. Hmm. And then for no particular reason, I watched Kingsman secret service again. Okay. I, I guess I was just like kind of in a James Bondy mood, but I didn't want to watch an actual James Bond movie because I just couldn't pick. Sure. And that was on my, uh, you know, my iTunes account. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Kingsman. All right. Uh huh. That movie still peaks at the Freebird scene. I was going to say that. I, I was trying to remember if you watched the first one again or the second one. First one again. Yeah, because the second Gold one. Because, yeah, I want to get to the second one eventually. But, oh, oh, you okay. haven't seen the second one. Okay. Yeah, I still, I, it's sitting there waiting for me, but. Yeah. Just, huh. Yeah, yeah, but the first put, one, like, yeah. I had forgotten so much of the first one, especially how, like, the climax of the movie resolves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this, I forgot that part. That happens. <sighs> yeah. Like, yeah. And that movie's just got this weird mean streak to it that it's kind of like, 
it's it was like ahead of its time with its mean streak. Kind of. It's like it fits kind of now. You're like, okay, I get it. But like back then, you're like, hey, dude, chill. <laughs> kind of. What are you doing? Yeah. This is not who we are anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, yeah, no. <laughs> we should be that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that, that Freebird scene is still like the reason to watch that movie. It's an far. insane thing. Yeah. But it it comes in the middle of the movie and it's like, all right, we got another hour left to go. And yeah, but it's definitely like, it's, it's just so weird to look at it and go, yeah, they really love the Roger Moore movies, didn't they? And someone has to. Yeah. Uh, that's not you. Someone beside you. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the Roger Moore movies were never as absurd as this. No, no, they weren't, but they were, they were goofy. Yes. I think it's the goofiness that I that I gravitate towards with that. But anyway, yeah. Well, I, they, I feel like we should have had more stuff with Colin Firth being a badass. Mm-hmm. They delayed the shit out of that prequel Kingsman thing. Yeah, it's supposed to be out by now. Yeah, you're right. I haven't even looked into what. Oh, you know what? That's happening. a Fox movie, isn't it? Uh, probably. That's Disney fucking with it then. Probably. Because that trailer came out like a year ago. Did it? Feels like it. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I was going to have this segue, but you kind of softballed it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Mark Miller, yeah, <laughs> whoa, uh, co- co-writer of well, yeah, co-writer of, of Kingsman. Uh-huh. Um, I watched uh, the new adaptation of Superman Red Sun, the animated movie. Oh, um, yeah, because yeah. it's based on a Mark Miller thing. So yeah, how is it? Uh, I mean, I liked it. I think like. Almost all of the animated adaptations take a little bit of liberty with the story, and and I'm okay with that because you know you got to cram a comic book into a 90 minute thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this one actually, there's a few plot points that are kind of vastly different, but this is of all of them, I feel like maybe the most direct adaptation. I mean, there's still, like I said, there's still still some differences and uh, things that aren't in the original one, but I mean, maybe it's just because I'm more familiar with this one. This one seemed like it hit most of the major story points of the original thing pretty well Hmm. um i think it's funny because like superman's voiced by jason jason isaacs but it's just it's weird that they got jason isaacs and then they make him do a russian accent the entire time (laughs) it's just like why would you hire like why not just get a russian dude like like i don't know just maybe is his russian accent good it's he's okay he's a a little better than this one (laughs) okay well all right then i'll allow it um but like the strange (laughs) thing so like i mean i know that like the the dc animated people like have they have a voice cast list of people that they work with all the time right and i get like recycling people and changing people's like role and stuff but the one that sort of like was messing with me the entire movie is diedrich bader Who's been a, a he's, he was Batman and Batman uh, Brave and the Bold. Uh huh. He, he actually does a good Batman. Like, okay. When he you know most of the time you think of like hey Peter man check out Channel Five you know right. but like yes um, but like he actually when he Brave and the Bold is like a goofy version of Batman. It's sort of like the Batman stripped from like you know when he teamed up with Scooby Doo style. So like you have to you have to understand that when you're going into that series. But like he kind of lends that like okay, I'm still a comedian, but I've, I can do the gravitas thing. Sort of like Will Arnett doing Lego Batman. Okay. It's sort of like, you're a funny guy doing a dark voice, you uh-huh. know, like, but, you know, I can do comedy too if I need to. Um, but, like, they had him be Lex Luthor. And it's just like, 
Wow. I'm sorry, but I'm not buying Diedrich Bader as the smartest man on earth. (laughs) I'm just, I'm sorry. I've seen too many things that he was in that it's like, I can't suspend disbelief and still hear his voice and go like, yeah, smartest guy there is. (laughs) Two chicks at the same time, Batman. (laughs) There it is. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a, it's a fairly faithful recreation. So if you, if you care for that story, you'll probably like it if you haven't seen it and you don't feel like reading the words, go ahead and watch this because it's, it's pretty good. Hmm. I just, I think, I think it's just, it's one of my favorite Elseworld stories. You know, like it's such a simple, you know, Marvel had their what if and DC had their Elseworlds. I mean, this is such a simple what if, you know, it's like as the beginning of the book basically says, it's like, you know, baseball, apple pie and Superman, you know, it's like, what's fucking more American. It's like, yeah, but what if like you landed in Soviet Russia instead? And, stood for all of their things you know it's just like it's yeah. it's a very fascinating easy what if story you know yeah that's one thing dc's elseworlds always had over yeah. what if was what if what if it was just like a always seemed comic. to end up with everyone dying yeah <laughs> elseworlds always like took the concepts and and fleshed out entire stories on oh, yeah. them not just like look what went wrong and and what's so wonderful about red sun to me is it's like it it touches on other dc heroes like how they would be affected or maybe not so much heroes in the case of like, probably the most fascinating one, but like how they get to Batman in the red sun universe is great. Huh. And it's like, and it's not like a, it's not played like a major focal point of the book. It's just like, it's a couple of frames and it's like, wow, that's fascinating to then in my mind, imagine the entire upbringing story that led to Batman becoming how he is in this version of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like the flashpoint thing. Like, I mean, flashpoint then flushed out the Batman story and separately later, mm-hmm. but like, that's a fascinating thing because like flashpoint is like, okay, you know, time is all screwed up and things are different because the flash, you know, prevented his mom from dying basically. But it's like in that version, it's actually Bruce Wayne that gets shot in the alley and the parents live oh. and the dad becomes Batman and the woman and the, and, and Martha, we now know his mom's name. Thanks movies. Um, turn, turns insane and basically becomes the Joker. But like in, in the, in the original comic, it's just like, it's like a couple panels. It's just like, yeah. You know, you get you get you get some time with uh, Thomas Wayne being Batman who uses guns and doesn't give a shit. You know, he's a totally different Batman. But like, yeah. it's like it's like a couple of pages of like, oh shit, they're setting up his mom to go crazy and become the Joker because like huh. she she does this thing where like she smears her lipstick and it's like it turns into the smile and it's like, oh okay, I get what you're doing here. But <laughs> yeah, okay. I just like I said, I, I think that's what's fascinating is like almost the the things in the Else Worlds where it's like, oh, I recognize you know this character's name, what you know, and who they are as a superhero what are they going to be in this version of the, of the universe? Cause yeah. there's a whole like green lantern section, like two and wonder woman stuff. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I am a little disappointed cause it's like, you could tell as time's gone on, like these things have just gotten cheaper. Like, you know, the animation is just not as good as it once was, Yeah, but it's still, it's not so bad that it's like, you can't watch it. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it makes you, long for like 10 years ago when they put more effort into these. Yeah. Which they did. I mean, they were cranking them out, but yeah. they were putting, but that's putting the, the work in. That's the nice thing about these is like, I, I recommend ones like this. Like, you know, there's like 30 freaking DC animated movies and, and it's very hard to figure out even where to start because they keep even restarting the continuity within them. Cause like yeah. they'll have like, Oh, these are interconnected, but they're part of the DC extended universe. And now it's the DC animated universe. And we kind of did a soft reboot. And then there will be ones that it's like, this is a direct continuation of the one before it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, just trying to figure that out. That's why I'm like, if you want to see if you even like these at all, 
pick one of these like self-contained things up like Gotham, Gotham by Gaslight or this or something that's just like, I can watch this one thing, decide if I like it and watch more. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So King's Man comes out in September now. It was originally supposed to be February 14th. Okay. Well, originally September of last year, okay. then February 14th, and now September next year. So a whole year or, or, it's been pushed. So they're going yeah, to yeah. release it like right next to the New Mutants, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. New Mutants is still on track for April until they move it again. Sure. <laughs> I love that all those teenagers are like in their 30s now. Yeah. But they I hope filmed that movie when they were teenagers. I hope there were some reshoots where suddenly those characters are like five years older. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Hey, who knows? Was it Maisie Williams in that? Yes. Oh, so at least she's still like four foot tall. So yeah, she's always going to do some. Yeah, she didn't age. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah, I have no segue. I have okay. no, no good segue. She was on um, a television show. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of television. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Good job. Thank great, you. Great it's segue. not TV, Chuck. It's HBO. Oh, uh, God. I don't know where this actually aired. Uh, I have no I don't idea. Know. I was talking. He was talking. Yeah, about yeah. I know. Thrones, I know. So. Where did where did Breaking Bad initially air? AMC. 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 Yeah. Okay. American right. movie classics. Right. Well, Breaking Bad is an American movie classic. Um, uh-huh. No, I just I just started picking up Breaking Bad again. Um, I watched like a season and a half, two seasons maybe, um, and then kind of dropped it for a while because that show is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like Uncut Gems. But you can take breaks. It's not like Uncut Gems <laughs> at all. Um, but that show is intense. Like, um, I I don't know how to put it. Like, it's cakewalk compared to Uncut Gems, but it's still like there's there's heavy shit happening every fucking episode. Um, there's no episode I you know I go into going oh okay well. Whew. This one, this one will be fine. Like, this one won't like make me depressed or worried for everything that's going to happen to everyone in this show. Um, also, Skylar sucks. Um, yeah, welcome. <laughs> I think I said that last time, but uh, everyone says it because it's yeah. true. Um, Let him do his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> kinda, yeah. That's right. Skylar sucked on Deadwood too. So. Yep. She, has hist- she has a history of sucking. There's let him do his marshalling. <laughs> there's one thing is only fanting. Yeah, I guess I can. I guess I can talk about this kind of freely since it's been. But well, we've all seen it. So you've all seen it, and I, pretty much everybody else. Yeah, but me so has spoilers seen it. just in case. Yeah. Um. She wants to run the car wash. Uh huh. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That seems like a good idea. I don't know what happens. I'm not to the point where that has resolved. <laughs> I, I yet. mean, she she can run the car wash. She just can't dry the cars because she's a constant wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> fair, yeah. fair. But I think the car wash is a good idea. That's the only good thing Skylar has ever done. Okay. I don't know if it'll work out because it probably won't because it's Breaking Bad and nothing works out <laughs> because no one can ever unfuck themselves. Right. Yeah. Okay. It'll yeah. it'll be fine. No, I, like I, I'm, I'm not saying that it's going like that. I think it's going to work out. Or she runs a very good car wash. Yes, they make lots of money at the car wash. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And the car wash fixes his cancer. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just to the point where uh, they have murdered Gail. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's that that's the pretty much the last thing that happened. Poor sweet innocent Gale. Poor sweet Gale. <laughs> I liked Gale was the only person that was like in the entire show that is fine. Like it seems like he might be a nice person even though he's cooking meth. Oh, I don't know. Marie's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. You're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Badger's nice. Badger's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Badger's all right. Skinny Pete also. Skinny Pete and Badger. Yeah. Skinny Pete's okay. Skinny Pete had a heart of gold. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a shame about combo, but. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gail's the only one that's okay. (laughs) Um, I, I do not understand. What are they? Gus? Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I do not understand his motivation for killing Victor yet quite, but we shall. Because he is Gus. I, yeah. I, he's remarkably good. Um, oh, yeah. That show is very Jean, well cast. Yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. No, that's the Banff cast's own Giancarlo yeah. Esposito. Yes. Right. He is. Because he was in Monkey Bone. <laughs> Monkey Bone. Right. <laughs> he was. He is a, he is a that delight. Poor, poor man. <laughs> So you're in uh, like the early stages of season four. Yeah, I think that's okay. season four. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I kind of feel season four is the peak of that show. What is there? There are five seasons. Yes, yeah. it, there's basically, but there are like half seasons six. that were. Stripped yeah, this. season five is basically two parts, and there's a very clear line of distinction between. Yeah, once the, the Sopranos started doing that shit of half seasons, half seasons, it, yeah, all the shows started doing it. So but I mean, season one is a full season. And right. It's eight episodes, and that's basically how season five is. It's yeah. two eight episode runs. Yeah, so season two is my peak. See, I'm just saying, season two has my like two or three of my favorite episodes. So I yeah. just giving it to that season overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the episodes feel very long, even though they're 47 minutes. I think it seems well, they're packed. They're dense. <laughs> Every it episode's seems like full of stuff. Like I look at the clock when I'm done with an episode. I'm like. Holy shit! How is it not five a.m.? Uh, I feel like I've been murdered and then brought back to life and then murdered twice more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good. I mm-hmm. can't stop watching it. I will probably watch an episode when I get home tonight. Good man. Yeah. Uh, public service announcement: Better Call Saul has started again, and season four is now on Netflix. Oh, good! So now gosh. I can watch season four. Again. Get your asses caught up. Yeah. I, start, I saw I watched like the first three episodes yeah. and. Like the unrelenting dread mm-hmm. was like I can't jump back in yet. Yeah, it's just not the right time for and, watching that show. Sorry. And being on PlayStation View, oh. they expired after twenty eight days. Right. Mm-hmm. So the whole season went away eventually. Oh, Jen right. got pissed at me because well, we didn't watch. I it. keep trying to go back to it. It's just that show is just fucking depressing. Well, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. There is a moment in the first in the premiere, the first episode of season five, that just is absolutely devastating. Mm. Just soul crushing. Have they said how many seasons that's going? One more. So six? Yeah. Okay. That seems wrong. I don't I mean I never think spin-offs should last longer than their original show. Technically it won't. Yeah. Not as many episodes. Spring Bad was I think sixty three episodes and this will be sixty. Okay. So they're they're rapidly approaching Breaking Bad era, mm-hmm. rapidly. Yeah. So, well, they were always kind of unclear about what the years were early on, aside from like shitty cell phones. Right. Oh yeah, 
that's the other thing I meant to talk about. Cell phones. Breaking them. Man, snapping cell oh, phones snap all the fucking best. time. Yeah. So good. Man. Burners. All them, all them burners. Remember when you just could have a flip phone mm-hmm. and maybe you would send a text? Maybe. That was kind of cool. It would take yeah. 10 minutes to type it out. Yeah. Like a, Five if you had T9. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish we still lived in the era of I could just make a phone call and snap this fucker in half. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it out my car window. Well, with the, the um, new Motorola Razor yeah. and the Galaxy Flip or mm-hmm. whatever it's hey, called. Yeah. Might just be using it. It happens. <laughs> right. True, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So It'll real just quick, cost you $1,000 to snap each phone. Speaking of gangsters and shitty cell phones, been watching McMillions. Oh, okay, good. Yep. Documentary on HBO uh-huh. about how the dudes ripped off the Monopoly game for mm-hmm. McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, is that show good? Yep. Like, somehow they have coaxed these amazing interviews out of these people. Because normally it's like, all right, somebody's talking and you just... I, I think that it's just so full of characters that all they have to do is just give them a little poke and these characters just let loose. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I mean, that story has always fascinated me, even though I, every time it came up, like in one of those long form articles in like the New Yorker or something, I remember reading it every time, every time, but like whoever it was, it was like, all right, read it again because I always forget the details. Of it's the case. so twisty. You're like, did that? Whoa, wait. And then this, what the I mean, hell? Because yeah, they tell you right off the bat. They're like, yeah, for 12 years, mm-hmm. this thing ran and literally every winner was bought and paid for. Yeah. And related. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's, I know I've said like, okay, binge watching is kind of ruined moments in mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. But every time we get to the end of an episode, Jen and I are both like, Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. We got to wait till next Monday to get another one. Yep. So. Yeah. That's been my go-to. Like we have to watch this now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's that good. Yeah. And yeah. And they end the episodes right at like, like crescendos. Mm-hmm. They're like, and then this happened. And you're like, Oh no, Oh that's... no, don't go to black. Don't show the damn credit. <laughs> that's terrible. Why did that happen? Yeah. Well, while we're talking about TV, I, mm-hmm. I have a question. I I will set it up with saying I've been watching Avenue Five. I'm going to wait for the whole season to be over before I mm-hmm. have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's making me realize. I, I'm curious: has anyone at this table did they watch House like regularly? Not regularly. I used no. to. Yeah, I've uh, seen. You? Is it worth watching? Because I, I, I mean, watching this is like made me go like, God damn, Hugh Laurie is just fucking great. And yeah. I'm like, I should watch House. Watch the maybe the first three seasons okay because after that it gets repetitive and up its own ass okay house probably would have been an amazing show if it could have been 12 episodes a season but it was still in that era of 24 episodes of of television a year and it's and it's pretty formulaic yeah until they start getting into uh, they run out of medical shit to do and then they start doing which is lupus every week no no they just start doing all of the interpersonal things they can do um you know all that unnecessarily unnecessary like personal relationship conflict okay. instead of just like more cool doctor shit. All right, I just I feel like I should give it a shot because I mean like watching this is just I mean Hugh Laurie showing up on Veep was like some of the best stuff and so like I could see why they were like yeah same creator was like let's just give him a whole show because <laughs> it's it makes sense but yeah like I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about the show overall because like your tolerance for Josh Gad may make or break your enjoyment of this show. But, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. But 
I mean, him and um, Zach Woods, who is a guy who's been around for forever and has been awesome, but like now is it's only now that I'm like learning his name and like going, yeah, he's fucking great and creepy and wonderful all at the same mm-hmm. time. Oh, you mean the guy from The Office who showed up on uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley? Valley? Yes, <laughs> that's how I referred to him. Right, forever. that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> this, this show is. Oh, he's finally, the weird guy from The Office. Now he's on making, the show. Finally making me go. Okay, this guy. Okay. Like I'm mm-hmm. now going to remember his name because that's how good he is in the show. All right. I mean, he's kind of doing the same sort of shtick, but there's a level of like, like he's always just been like creepy and weird and doesn't realize it. This one, it's like, no, I I get it. I'm weird and off putting, but I'm I'm embracing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Is that show an hour and or a half hour? I think it's just a half hour. It's it's okay. it's pretty light. Okay. Yeah. Might have to pick it up. Yeah. Jen started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> that first season aired while Bill Clinton was still president. Yeah. Mm. That's fucked up. I know. Well, and weird. it looks like it was shot. Like that first episode is painful because mm-hmm. it looks like it's like somebody with a cheap home camera following them around doing this stuff. Well, I, I actually started watching Seinfeld from the beginning and Holy I want to talk about shit. early episodes being painful. Oh, yeah. Whew. I, I Yeah. That first season, they had no idea what they were doing. Actually, it only took about four episodes and then it was like, oh, OK, it's Seinfeld now. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's still a couple things, but like the the pilot is just fucking atrocious. Like there's yes. no there's no lane in it. And it's like they didn't even have an idea what to do. Mm-hmm. And the, the only thing I'll notice I, I will note is like the first season Kramer is just an asshole. Like, yeah, he is just this and he's basically an antagonist. It's like once they made him part of the gang and, you know, had to come up with external antagonisms your antagonists, it's like it made a lot more sense. But like it, it was just like it doesn't make any sense because there's this one like they get a stock tip or whatever and put, you know, Jerry puts up the good bit of money into the stock and George does, too. And every day Kramer comes over with the newspaper and it's just like it, enjoy, enjoying the fact that it keeps dropping in price. And it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I like about it is that Jerry keeps coming. I was like, "Why? Why are you enjoying this? Like, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I don't know." Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Just similar, yeah, it, similar kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's also weird. Uh, in I think it was the fourth episode of Curb, mm-hmm. Bob Odenkirk shows up looking like a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, he is a delight. I'm I'm oh, yeah. I'm familiar with that era of Bob Odenkirk because yeah, I know Mr. Show, Mr. Show. That, but I always have to take every opportunity to pimp that show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i also the other thing i'll say about early seinfeld is just like it's very clear that they were just like they introduced uh jason alexander to to um oh god why am i larry david and it was just like do do him because it's <laughs> like he's not even like trying to be a character he's just doing a larry david impression yep. yeah. for the first like six episodes until he like starts to get his own character going mm-hmm. but yeah it was just like it was so weird because like especially going back like now now in a post curve your enthusiasm post i've seen him on saturday night live and larry david is always larry david it's like watching these early episodes it's like this is just weird it's like watching someone do an impression <laughs> have, have you started yeah. a running tally of all the larry david voice cameos that he makes uh no there was uh the well the only obvious one is there's uh Jerry's flipping channels and flips to some sci-fi movie and it's Larry David like okay. in like a you know 50s like yeah. B movie set. He's in it a bunch. I yeah. When I did my rewatch I was like, "Oh god, Larry David's all over this thing." Yeah. <laughs> what season did he leave? I want to say 7. I think it's the last two seasons that are Larry David light. Mm-hmm. Uh it it's like the same where they stopped doing the stand-up wraparounds. Yeah. And the plots got a little, you know, they did like the Frogger episode and stuff like that where it, 
Parker yeah. episodes are great. I, yeah, but it's it's that era of just like the fuck is happening to the show. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I seem to remember like that era. Like they try to have four storylines for everyone. Yeah. at once every episode, and it's like you have twenty three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like you it's don't need to, yeah. to jam everyone into like combine some stories here. Yeah, that's that's just my new like. I almost always have like some long running show that is done that I'm just gonna like. I've seen probably most of Seinfeld, but it's just nice to go mm-hmm. back and like. Sort of, it was sort of like Friends and a couple others where it's like, I've seen a lot of these, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch it from the beginning, and, and now I will say I've seen it all. Yeah, Seinfeld and X-Files are both the ones where, like, I've seen everything up through, like, the second to last season. Yes. And then I start to just, like, I think I missed this. You know, I've, it's like every other episode those last two seasons I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. it's just the one I'm like, you know, when I don't have anything else to watch, it's like, all right, one another episode. Eventually, I'll get through all nine seasons. Mm-hmm. I think I'm in season three now. First season is like only like six episodes. It's crazy yeah, short. Yeah, it's really short. It was in the summer. Mm-hmm. It was a summer series. Yeah. I remember those days. Those shows that never make it. Yeah. And then they stopped doing it. And then NBC, what was their their slogan for the summer was, well, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I was like. Way to get desperate there, NBC. Wow. Was, that, was that just rerun season? Like yes. They, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. New They'd to you. be like, hey, it's Seinfeld. If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. I like. We were getting crushed during the active season, so uh, <laughs> we don't have that must-see TV thing anymore because yeah. you've seen it. So how about yeah. maybe watch? Yeah. We got maybe see TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you haven't made it to the contest yet, then? Uh, no. Okay. No. Because I want to say that's like season four, maybe. Yeah, that's the that's the I'm out, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That that was kind of like the first big one that everyone was like, oh, my God, Seinfeld. I I believe that's actually during the season long. We're writing a pilot thing. I I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, to me, the first one where it was like, oh, okay, I I remember this and this feels like a Seinfeld plot was the um, the apartment. I think it's actually just called the apartment or something like that. It's like Mm -hmm. they find somebody's moving and it's this like great apartment that's like so oh, the rent cheap. control yeah the rent control yeah, one yeah. and you know they they flip or something for george versus jerry and then elaine's like well I'll take your apartment jerry if you go get that one <laughs> right and this whole mm-hmm. thing but then the one that was like the very first one that i was like okay this is the one they show clips of all the time was the chinese restaurant yeah one. i was about to say yeah, yeah. it's probably that one yeah show was good mm-hmm. speaking of show was good hey this show was good it was some, some sure. time ago, yeah. And I now, think so. And now it's done. We jumped the shark somewhere back in like when people still said jump the shark. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> like episode four? Yeah, a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> um, we say nuke the fridge now. Right. Nope. We don't even say that anymore. <laughs> say that. No, we don't. <laughs> like a boss? Right. Shit on uh, Deborah's desk. That's what we say. No. Yeah. Oh. That show really shit on Deborah's desk. <laughs> no, we don't say that. Oh, no? No. This show really wanted to speak to your manager <laughs> back when it Karen'd. Oh, the uh, show that Karen's. So anyway, yeah. if you Karen about contacting us, um, <laughs> email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Uh, go to the website bmfcast.com, patreon.com slash bmfcast uh, to help us pay for all that we do, hosting, etc. And you will get a uh, a grand package of content in return so, oh, man, so, so much I, drama I, I love a grand package i just i can't 
Can't get <laughs> there was so much drama to that. A grand <laughs> package <laughs> content. Yes. That's what happens when my... A lot of portent to that content. That's what happens when my brain fails to generate a, a grandiose enough word. Sure. But, yeah, we got yeah. huge elaborate <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Things. <laughs> Magnificent. Spectacled <laughs> stuff. <laughs> anyway. Right. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Uh, throw a buck in the jar every month and you'll get a bunch of content. It's cool. Yep. You'll like it. I promise. Um, and you can uh, quit at any time. I promise. It's easy, man. But don't quit. But don't quit. I mean, but you can. Don't be yeah. a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. <laughs> <laughs>